Hey guys, I'll be talking to you about venous disease in ENT. So, venous disease is also called as enterolymphatic hydrops. It is a disease in the inner ear where the enterolymphatic system is distended with the enterolymph. Okay, so it is characterized by mainly four uh, major things. One is vertigo, the next one is sensorineural hearing loss, then there is tinnitus and oral fullness. Now coming to the etiology, the major cause of this is not known, but there are many theories associated with this. So first one is called the defective absorption of the endolymphatic sac. Normally the endolymph is carried by an endolymphatic duct to the sac where it is absorbed. But Due to defective absorption, there is increase in endolymphatic pressure. So because of this, there is distended uh, where the uh, lymphatic system is uh, distended with the endolymph. Okay, now coming to the vasomotor disturbances. This is another theory. Here there is sympathetic overactivity resulting in the spasm of the internal auditory artery or its branches, thus interfering with the function of the cochlea or the vestibular sensory neuroentolium. This is responsible for the deafness and the vertigo. Next comes the allergy. Allergy of an allergen specially found in the food can go can be inhaled and then in cases inner ear act as a shock organ producing excess endolymph and when, the, when there is excess endolymph it can lead to a distension. Another one is sodium and water retention. Excessive amount of fluid, fluids are retained leading to endolymphatic hydrops. Then next theory is hypothyroidism. About 3 cases of menus disease, three, about in 3% of the cases. Hypothyroidism is a cause of it, so it is a suggestion of, uh, of etiology of menus disease. Then coming to autoimmune and viral etiology, these have been suggested mainly herpes viruses can be a cause of it. Now the clinical symptoms are easily detectable. So uh, when there is endolymphatic hydrops as I always told the main four characteristic signs will be there so because of it so vertigo can be a symptom because uh, it comes to attack it is sudden and non-stop and then it uh, keeps your head keeps on turning here and there you feel like you have you're about to uh, having a nausea vomiting feeling your head is spinning a lot then another some of the this called us in some cases it shows Tulico phenomena. It is a condition where loud sound or noise produce vertigo and due to the distended sac lying next to the stapes foot plate. This phenomenon is seen when there are three functioning windows in the ear that is in the fenestration of the horizontal canal in presence of the mobile stapes. Now there is hearing loss. Hearing loss or distortion of sound or maybe intolerance of sound can be heard. Uh, then Tinnitus, it's a low pitch roaring type and is aggravated during acute attacks. It's a small hissing in character nature. Then comes sense of fullness or pressure. Like other symptoms, it also fluctuates and may be accompanied with uh, preceding or after an or during an attack. Examination, usually I will focus on uh, nystagmus is present or not. In autoscopy, any abnormalities of the tympanic membranes are seen or not. 
then coming to tuning fork test which indicates whether there is an essential neural hearing loss if Rene's test is positive absent bone conduction is reduced in the affected ear and Weber test is localized to the better ear then coming to investigation we do pure tone audiometry test and then speech audiometry test can be done then special audit audiometry tests such as short in increasing sensitivity index can be that is SISI score which can be taken and then uh, recruitment test is positive and tone decay test normally there is decay of less than 20th decibel but if more than that is there it is positive then the electro cochleography can be done and it, show, it shows changes diagnostic of venous disease uh, the a, SPAP ratio is greater than 30 percentage now coming to the calorie test shows reduction response on the affected side of, in 75 percentage of the cases glycerol test is dehydrate uh, as you know glycerol is a dehydrating agent and when given orally it reduces the endolymphatic pressure and if it helps in improving then uh, it's like it is obviously an venous disease then another treatment coming to treatment of it then we start with general measures is reassurance the patient that okay this is normal then coming to cessation of smoking smoking is a non-cause of venous disease then low salt diet uh, because as in theories they have suggested that sodium and potassium intake can cause increase in the endolymph fan which can lead to venous disease uh, then avoid excessive intake of water then our overall indulgence in coffee tea or alcohol then avoid stress and bring in life changes like a relaxation like yogas like, uh, or some exercises can help you then avoid activities requiring good body balance like uh, attack of minions disease may or may not show any warning usually they do not show any warning so avoid things such as flying underwater scuba diving or working at greater higher distances because obviously the signs of venous disease can there is vertigo associated with this and can cause the your head to spin and you start falling down and this can make cause of it death then another thing which I would suggest is bed rest. Bed rest is very much required in case of venous disease. Then vestibular sedatives gives relief to vertigo. So diazepam, maybe 5 to 10 mg may be given intravenously. Uh, it has tranquilizing effects. So and also suppresses the activity of the medial vestibular nucleus. Then vasodilators such as inhalation of carbogens. Carbogens are 5 percentage carbon dioxide and 95 percentage oxygen is good cerebral vasodilation so then coming to histamine drip histamine diphosphate 7.5 sorry 2.75 mg is dissolved in 500 ml of glucose is given as iv drip uh, at a slow rate it acts as a good vasodilators and help to control help to uh, control the acute attacks management of it is mainly you know, of chronic phase in chronic phase management it involves vestibular sedatives uh, such as uh, stematil stematil 10 mg can be given thrice a day orally for two months and then reduced to 5 mg thrice a day for another month then come to vasodilators nicotine acid 
50 mg can be taken about uh, an hour before the meal thrice a day then diuretic sometimes diuretic furosemide 40 mg tablet taken on alternate day with potassium supplements helps in controlling the recurrent attacks then propethylene bromide uh, or probanthin 15 mg thrice a day can be given along with combination with vasodilators elimination of allergen is another thing then hormone should be investigated if any treatment is necessary so these drugs which i have suggested uh, may or may not be used in later because always it's always good to consult your doctor if you find any one of the symptoms are persistent then coming to the surgical treatment it is the conservative procedure mm. they are used in case a particular vertigo is disabling but hearing is still useful and needs to be preserved uh, these include decompression of the endolymphatic sac endolymphatic uh, shunt operation then sacculotomy it's called as fix operation it is puncturing the saccule with a needle through a steeps for steeps foot plate the distended saccule lies close to the steeps foot plate and can be easily uh, penetrated Cordy stack procedure consists of placing a stainless steel track through the stapes foot plate. This track would cause periodic decompression of the saccule when it gets distended. So both these operations were claimed to have shown a good result but could not be reproduced in others and thus we do not use it anymore. Then next coming to it, sections of vestibular nerve. Nerve is exposed by retrosigmoid uh, retro or middle cranial fossa approaching a selectively session. This controls vertigo but preserves hearing. Then ultrasonic, ultrasonic destruction of the vestibular lang- labyrinth. Cochlear functions is preserved. Now next is a destructive process. First we tried the conservative procedure. Now we come into destructive procedure. This is labyrinthectomy can be done. in this situation this gives a uh, relief from attack of vertigos then inter- uh, intermittent low pressure pulse therapy it is observed that the intermittent positive pressure delivered to inner ear brings relief from the symptoms of mania disease not only there is improvement in vertigo tinnitus and ear fullness but hearing may also be improved Mm-hmm. so just rounding up of what all i said within the last 10 minutes so minus disease it is where the endolymphatic system is distended uh, with endolymph so this characterized by vertigo tinnitus oral fullness and sensorineural hearing loss the main etiology consists of uh, defective absorption of the endolymphatic sac vasomotor uh, disorders then allergies can be present sodium and potassium intake uh, then another etiology these are the theories which can be caused cancer theory which suggests is hypothyroidism then clinical features it involves vertigo which is sudden in onset and then there is to and from moments severe attack may be um, accompanied with same symptoms such as uh, diarrhea sweating by uh, pallor bradycardia etc can be seen in some cases minus disease tulico phenomena it is a, cont- a condition where loud noises or sound will produce vertigo it's called as tulio phenomena then coming to hearing loss it can be either due to a distortion of sound or can be intolerance of sound then coming to tinnitus which is a hissing sound of voice which is present then the sense of fullness of pressure 
can be present that's another sign then examination it involves uh, checking of nystagmus otoscopy and then tuning fork test and renal test is positive um, and then absolute bone conduction and uh, is uh, reduced and webber's test is lacklustre to the better ear then coming to investigation pure turn audiometry can be done and sweets audiometry can be done and special audiometric tests such as recruitment test positive then sisi score which is more than 70% in two third of the patient then tone decay test can be tested then electrocochleography which can be seen in with sp by ap ratio uh, in minus disease is greater than 30% but normal ratio is 30% so if it is more than 30% then it can be suggestive of mean disease then another one is known as the glycerol test where glycerol is a hydro uh, is a dehydrating agent so when it taken in glycerol it helps to reduce the interleukin so thus it reduces the pressure so thus it provides a better hearing then the treatment mainly in general measures it treatment can be classified under general measures in general measures there is reassurance of the patient then low salt diet of the patient then cessation of smoking cessation of drug of uh, alcohol uh, then avoid uh, over indulgence of coffee tea alcohol then uh, avoid taking too much water low salt diet then uh, life changing uh, exercises such as yoga or some relaxation in uh, exercises then avoid activities in higher ground then management of acute attack again it involves a reassurance then bed rest can be given then drugs such as uh, vestibular sedatives such as diazepam 5mg 5mg may uh, may be given intravenously vasodilators uh, uh, cause uh, that is inhalation of carbogens or histamine drip that is histamine diphosphate 2.75 mg uh, dissolved in 500 mg of glucose can be given as an iv drip uh, then management of chronic attack it consists of vestibular sedatives such as pro stemetil maybe for 10 mg thrice a day uh, orally for 2 months then vasodilators or nicotinic acid 50 mg taken um, an hour before the meal thrice a day diuretics such as furosemide can be given 40 mg tablets which can be given then uh, propenbromide probatin 15 mg thrice a day can be given then elimination of any allergens and hormone level should be tested then coming to Uh, surgical treatment can be conservative pro- procedure or deeper or destructive procedure or intermittent low pressure therapy pulse therapy in constructive constructive procedure keratosaclectomy but now it's not mainly used as a fixed operation not much of use then decompression of the endolymphatic sac then endolymphatic shunt operation can be done mm, then ultrasonic destruction of the vestibular labyrinth section of the vestibular or uh, nerve sec- section of the vestibular nerve can also be done then destructive procedure is usually labyrinthectomy a labyrinthectomy and intermittent low pressure pulse therapy has been shown in improvements so in which we keep on changing the pressure which helps to relieve the vertigo it helps to uh, reduce the ear fullness and helps to bring back a normal situation thank you this is this is all just a theoretical basis of 
hypotomaneous diseases and obviously should not be tried out.